This is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley from Paladin Financial. Basically, the more accounts you have, the more opportunities there are for mistakes. So taking control of your assets may help you to avoid some of those common mistakes that investors make. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley. Hello, everyone. This is Jeff Foley with Paladin Financial, and thank you for listening to Paladin Financial Talk. We've got a great show today, but uh, before we jump into our subject matter today, how is Mr. Tony, our non-remote host today? We are face-to-face, eyeball-to-eyeball here in the studio. We are, and it's uh, it's not a common occurrence because uh, you're so busy, I'm so busy, or because of COVID, uh, I might be working from my home studio, but it's fun to be here in person with you today, Jeff. And I am fantastic. The word I like to use is fantabulous, but I've had a great week, just crazy busy. Of course, I know your schedule's crazy. How have you been? Good, good. Yes, we are uh, had a wonderful summer here. It's hard to believe it's coming to an end here. Uh, Jack's recently has started taking off on his bike. He's it, light bulb went off and he really had an interest in it. And Oh, wow. Um, he woke up this morning and... Uh, drug mom out to ride his bike before we went to work and and camp so that's exciting to see and that is fun when yeah. they start riding bike and yeah yeah that's nice but Nikki and i had an aha moment that oh we just mobilized him we've got to keep an eye on yeah that's yeah parenting uh has to kick in yeah you have to be even more uh more observant yeah that's true you have to take the good with the bad it's a double-edged sword but it is fun. I yeah. remember when the first time my kids rode a bike. Yeah. So that's, that's fun. pretty cool. Yeah. And it gets them out of the house, right? Yeah. It's exactly. <laughs> it's always good to get them off the couch and uh, and outside playing. Yes. Yes. And Lex has been singing around the house. You know, it's oh. three words to one song, but. Wow. Yeah. It's. it's wow. It's, Takes after her dad, I guess. That's right. <laughs> and my, what a lovely singing voice you do have, Jeff. <laughs> So yeah, it's good, and uh, we've had a, a good summer. But that's great. Yeah, today's show we're going to talk a, a little bit not about the stock market, but taking stock, if you will, and uh, soup, soup. Uh, no, no, a little <laughs> bit different. The definition we're going to use today that was good is to carefully think about something in order to make a decision about what to do next. So ah, take, like taking, taking stock and where you're at, taking yes. stock in life. I yes. see. Which I tried to find the origin of the phrase taking stock. A lot of times you can Google that and find yeah. it, but it was I didn't find anything that seemed very, you know, solid on things. I but. wonder if it's um, uh, taking stock. If you have a stock in something, it means you have an interest in something or you're invested. Yeah. And so I think what it is is taking in an invest, making an investment, taking an investment or an interest in your life. Yeah. I don't know. It's a little bit of a stretch, but yeah, no, that's good. That's good. And that's the idea is to stop, look and listen and evaluate where you're at in life and, you know, a variety of different areas. But as we'll talk about today, some financial things to think about, but also your relationships and how all that dovetails together. But looking at what's working 
today, what's worked for you in the past that maybe you, it worked so well, we stopped doing it, but also <laughs> being honest with yourself and what needs to change going forward in order to live the life that you want and achieve the goals that you and your family would like to achieve. So we're going to talk about some of the things that are examples of that and questions to stop and ask yourself. Sure. Well, it sounds like a great discussion. So uh, I, I assume that uh, planning is a big part of this. It is. Yeah, that's something we, uh, oddly enough, for whatever reason, we keep talking about on our show. But <laughs> yeah, it all starts with having a plan and deciding, you know what, if I do, I have a plan today. If I don't get one, you either make a plan if you're going to do it yourself or get help with that. And then when we talk about having a plan as, as it relates to our world of interest here and in financial planning and retirement planning and investments and taxes and all that fun stuff, you know, if you figure out, if you label yourself a do it yourself or you don't want to pay anyone to do this stuff for you or you enjoy it, whatever it might be, own that and make sure that you actually have a, a comprehensive plan that addresses a lot of areas uh, that you're making sure you're getting the most out of your resources in life. And if you decide, you know what, I'm not a do it yourself or I don't enjoy this stuff. Pie graphs make me break out in hives. Right. Own that, get help and reach out to a financial professional and get a plan in place and get a second opinion on what you're doing today. So that's an important one, but overall stop putting off what you know you need to do. And that's a, a lot of what we help our clients with is evaluating, you know, here's some gaps, here's some opportunities. What do you need to, to change differently to make sure that you're on the right track again, to achieve your goals and live the life that you'd like. So do I have a plan is the question that you want to write down and, and think about. Um, the second thing we'll discuss here is, do I know and understand the facts and the facts come into play in a variety of different areas, but get the facts as it relates to some of these things that we'll talk about. Don't base your decisions on what your neighbor or your friend or your brother or your sister do or don't do use their experiences to inform you. But that doesn't mean that they've made the right decision. And I've had two meetings this week with folks where, you know, my, my relative or my neighbor has said this and I shouldn't take social security yet is a very common, common one, or I should take social security yet, uh, because it's going to go broke or it's going to take 45 years for me to break even if I wait so long and we will give you the facts on your situation to make sure you make a good decision with your social security filing strategy, same for your spouse, but also that also applies to a pension. If you're a lucky one who has a pension or maybe even a couple pensions, if you've been in uh, state and government, you know, uh, federal work along the way, make good decisions about your pension as it relates to your situation, not what your coworker has done along the way. You don't know the facts of their situation. That's and true. That's uh, what we or any good financial professional can help you out with. Another common one that comes up that there are misconceptions about is pre-tax money versus Roth IRA money. Um, if you look at conceptually the idea of, can I delay paying taxes? That seems like a good thing rather than paying taxes now. But depending on your situation, it might be better for you to get the taxes out of the way now versus somewhere down the road based on a number of things that we can get into for you. So it might make sense to move money from the pre-tax bucket to the Roth bucket. So I threw a lot of facts out there, yeah. there, uh, Tony. But but those, those are good examples. And I, I have heard, Jeff, uh, you know, you hear a neighbor or a coworker say, oh, you know what? I did this. You should do this. 
uh, you hear those types of things all the time, especially you gave a great example there with Social Security. Everybody has an opinion on that, it seems. And uh, what works for one person doesn't necessarily work for another. So uh, what's the next thing? What's the next question? Yeah, the next question to ask yourself is, are things too complicated? So looking at potentially simplifying your life, oftentimes simpler is better, simpler is more, less is more. An example of that commonly that we see is people come in and they have, you know, these different accounts, little, some big that they've accumulated over the years. And the more that of those things that you have, generally, in my experience, the less less of a good job you do in well, keeping sure. an eye on those because you have more statements, more things, more stuff, more logins. Um, and the other thing that happens if you figure, if you, let's say you have six different accounts and you have mutual funds and you're invested in different mutual funds and you're generally a, a more aggressive investor. So you're in more aggressive mutual funds. Well, a lot of those mutual funds, if you look under the hood of those, they're invested in the same thing. You're going to find Apple in there. You're going to find Google in there. You're going to find whatever. So you end up owning Apple six times through your different accounts, through those different mutual funds, which are not coordinated. Ah. So you want to make sure you, you might be you might have it own it six times today and then two of those funds sell Apple and two of them buy more Apple and two of them stay the same. You walked out of three doors at once and got a zero return as a result of that. So oh, yeah. by simplifying things, you can better keep an eye on what you have and is that the right fit for your situation today? So that's part of what we can show you through our complimentary second opinion process. If you give us a call and come in for that, you can call us at 651 651- Eight four two eight four zero six, and sit down with us and get a complimentary second opinion on the plan you have in place today or the one that you don't. And doesn't cost you anything other than the time that we spend together. And we've helped a lot of folks um, redirect and make some changes in their life to better achieve their goals through that process. So give us a call. You can also visit us online at financial paladin.com or shoot us an email at info at financialpaladin.com. And speaking of email, that's another common example. One I'm personally working on right now is you, you have multiple email addresses. A lot of people right. do them. And yeah. I've had my hotmail address since whenever they came out with that. <laughs> yeah. A long time ago. Yeah. Which I don't use anymore, but you have all this stuff stored in folders and you know, I haven't given that out, email it out forever. So I need to get off my duff and get rid of that email account, simplify things so I can delete less spam along the way. Right. So yeah, those are just a couple of things to think about. Um, the next area we'll look at uh, another question to ask yourself is, am I letting my emotions impact my money? And it's very easy to do. And we can walk through different examples of this, but we're all probably guilty. <laughs> guilty of that too, aren't we? Exactly. Yeah. It's very easy to mix your money and emotions, but, um, get example that looking at your spending habits, you know, make some good conscious decisions that are good for you and good for your family. And, um, some of those decisions might be to, you know what, I am going to spend X dollars a month on the, you know, the record of the month club as it might be for Tony <laughs> or, or for me, uh, Starbucks. I, I, uh, sure. I give them a nice contribution every month, but I've made a conscious decision. That's, that's where I'm going to spend my fun money, if you will. And that's sure. about it. So yep. make decisions with that. Another example with this is letting emotions wreck your finances is the stock market. As the market's up, I want to 
throw more money in and missing out on things and oh, uh oh, the market is down. I need to sell and get out of that. Both of the pretty much the wrong times to do that. Sure. So not letting that drive your financial decisions is very important. And uh, stopping and working with a financial professional can help you to separate some of that as well. And, and a lot of areas where this comes into play as well, it, it, the emotional side in your money is if you're married, spouses often are not on the same page. And in my experience, a lot of time, the differences that are there, people are different. They can be resolved through communication and giving you both giving in to some degree. Um, so meeting each other halfway, I know that statement of the obvious, but it's very easy to dig your heels in and we're going to do it my way. And your spouse is thinking, Nope, I'm going to dig my heels in. We're going to do it my way. You have to meet in the middle on some of this and make sure that you're, um, looking at the facts again and making good decisions. Yeah. And I like that category. That's a really important question because so many people do let uh, emotions affect their financial decisions, and that can be quite costly. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Uh, another area that's somewhat related to emotions, another question is, am I allowing others to influence me in a negative manner? So you want to look at, do I need to unplug from the noise a little bit? Some people are um, very influenced and you know, spend a lot of time watching the news and social media. And here's what my friends say and my family or politicians or whatever audience it might be. And they have an undue influence on you. And many times, you know, we, we can all be guilty of that, but be aware of what those inputs are providing to you. Be aware of what's going on in the news, for example, but don't let it consume you and drive you in the wrong direction. And I think a good wake up call for this uh, for some people is there's a, a documentary that Netflix put out called the social dilemma. Oh where yeah. They, they talk about social media and what's kind of behind the curtain. If you will, the same thing happens in the news world. Um, stop and be aware of some of these things. And if you're that person that walk watches fill in the blank network a lot, and you're very in touch with that, a lot of times that can make you not make the best decisions financially is what I've sure. seen. Sure. Yeah. The social dilemma is a great example. That's, that's really good. And you don't want to be negatively influenced And social media has, has, uh, done that so much, especially with younger people, but with people of all ages. So, uh, I'm glad you recommended that documentary because I've seen it and it's great. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. It's an eye opener. And it's not that social media by itself is bad or the right. news are bad. It's, it's uh, everything in, in moderation, as they say. Yep. Uh, grandma was right. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next question to ask yourself is, what am I in control of? And you can only control what you can control. And you can influence some things, but you can't control the stock market and whether it's green or red. You can't control other than your vote and you know whatever you might do on the political landscape to help influence things. But you can't control elections. You can't control Congress, but you can influence and, and make sure that the goal here is don't get stuck in the mud. And so, you know, dug in with where things are, you think heading that it drives you to make not so good decisions. Um, and that's very easy to do. Again, if you're not unplugging from that noise, that that's uh, hard to do. 
Um, the last question we'll talk about is, am I living the life that I want to live? So are you stopping to smell the roses and allowing yourself to dream, make some goals in life and uh, make sure that you're enjoying things along the way. And a, a good example of this, I recently met with a, a client, couple and gentleman wants to retire uh, now at age 60 and they have the financial resources to do that, but they're concerned about health care costs between now and age 65. With good reason. Yeah. Yeah. They're <laughs> expensive. Th- things are not cheap yeah. and only going to get more expensive. But in their situation, everyone's is different, but we looked at the numbers and it would cost them about $60,000 in health care costs to retire earlier and uh, cover those costs between now and when Medicare would kick in. So I rephrased things a little bit and I said, here's, here's what you have in assets today. If you could spend $60,000 to retire five years earlier, would you do that? And he was like, oh yeah, yeah, I would. Yeah. I mean, that's five years of me not working I, I don't enjoy what I'm doing anymore or whatever their situation might be. And some people do and they want to work for as long as possible. That's great. But in his situation, he wants to retire and he has, they have the financial resources to do that. So sometimes we need to look at things from a different perspective and a, a good advisor can help you to do that in reframing and rephrasing. And if you're married again, you know, meeting in the middle sometimes to, uh, to yep. do just that. So, yeah. Well, Jeff, uh, some great questions uh, for folks to ask, and uh, you need to take stock of where you're at. And in order to do that, you gave us some great questions to ask ourselves. And of course, you know, like you said at the beginning, uh, do you have a plan? I think that's where it started. And you covered a lot today. Uh, It's very helpful. I I love that. Uh, But one more time, why don't you let our listeners out there know how they can get a hold of you to set up Uh, that consultation to get a plan in place. So yes, give us a call. Our phone number is 651-842-8406 or visit us online at financialpaladin.com. You can also send us an email at info at financialpaladin.com. But come in, schedule that complimentary second opinion on your plan. Uh, We'll help you to take stock in where you're at today. And we look forward to meeting with you. Thank you for listening to Paladin Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jeff Foley at Paladin Financial. Call 877-219-3199 or visit their website at financialpaladin.com. Advisory services offered through Paladin Wealth LLC, a Minnesota registered investment advisor. Paladin Wealth LLC offers advisory services under the DBA Paladin Financial and Paladin Wealth. Insurance products and services offered through Paladin Insurance LLC. Paladin Wealth LLC and Paladin Insurance LLC are affiliated companies. Jeff Foley and Paladin Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.